What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show, episode 14. We've got a big, big podcast today. Absolutely huge. Got a huge day of college football last week, and we're going to recap that. We're going to look ahead to this week's week. It's kind of a cupcake week, kind of a little, uh, just a little sleeper week until rivalry next week. Got a lot of big games next week. You got Michigan, Ohio State, Bama, Auburn. You've got Kentucky, Louisville. I mean, you've got a huge, huge week. Tennessee, Vanderbilt. I mean, it is a big week of college football this next week. So this week is going to be kind of a sleeper week. It's going to be the cupcake week, as everybody likes to call it. And as some media members like to call teams the cupcake teams and the bye week teams, this is the week for upsets, baby. This is the week that you don't you sleep on a team. This is the week that you know. Let's say a Kentucky upsets somebody, or somebody like a Kansas, or somebody upsets somebody in college football that's not supposed to win. This is the week that happens because everybody's sleeping. Everybody's just kind of getting ready for rivalry week, kind of getting ready for Thanksgiving. Not exactly hyped up for these games. I mean, you're going to have some upsets this week, and we're going to get to that on the show. But first, we got a couple breaking news stories we're following. Jeff Long out as athletic director at the University of Arkansas. Brett Bielema is likely to be next. The sad thing about that is the boosters are going to be controlling that coaching search. It's going to be all about the money. It's going to be all about who the boosters want and not who is actually good for the University of Arkansas. It's a bad thing out there in Arkansas. Jeff Long was a great AD. A lot of support, a lot of, lot of fans, a lot of love throughout the Arkansas and the Razorback fan base and the family there in Arkansas and Fayetteville. So that's game. So that's, that's, that's a, man, that's a, that's a train wreck and that's basically how we're going to put it like that. Butch Jones out as Tennessee head coach. I know a lot of Tennessee fans were braiding in the streets and throwing little orange streamers and blaring Rocky Top and yelling, let's go John Groot. I know that boy, uh, what's his name, Clay Travis. Uh, he's out there tweeting out, oh, John Gruden is the next thing, the Nick Saban. No, you're wrong. I'm going to tell you right now. You will never, Tennessee fans, we're going to start off the show by saying this, you will never be on Alabama's level. And honestly, I don't. I'm not a firm believer in John Gruden to come to Tennessee just yet. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'll go on the show and tell you that I'm wrong. But John Gruden, he has not coached in over 10 years. He's got a plus job at ESPN. He has a, he has a weekly TV show, Monday Night Football. All he does is break down football. He, he hasn't coached. He hasn't recruited 17-year-old kids. He hasn't done anything. So Tennessee fans, I think you need to think twice before you call John Gruden your savior. And that's how I stand. That's how I know that's going to make some Tennessee fans upset. But Tennessee fans, you need to be careful and not be so delusional towards who you think is going to be your next head coach and what your expectations for the team are. You're never going to be at Alabama. You've never been on an Alabama level. And that, and Tennessee fans, you just need to kind of rein it down a little bit and kind of get back to reality a little bit. So next up, that's enough of that talk. We got college hoop season in full swing. A lot of preseason tournaments, the Champions Classic. The Duke Blue Devils edged out Michigan State 88-81 on Tuesday night, and Kansas beat Kentucky 65-61. It was an incredible night of basketball. I mean, it was an absolute amazing night of basketball. You had the two, be- you had the four best teams in the country competing for each other. You had Kansas, who's very senior latent. Duke is senior latent. Michigan State's got some seniors. They've also got some underclassmen. And Kentucky, who's true freshman. All four of those teams kind of showed up on the big stage there in Chicago at the United Center. It was a wonderful environment. It's usually a prelude to a couple of those teams making the Final Four. I think Duke is the team to beat. They were missing their big man on Tuesday night. I think Duke's the team to beat this year, but I also would not count out Kentucky towards uh, February into March. I think Kentucky's uh, freshmen, like as usual with Coach Cal's teams, those guys will 
compete at the highest of levels. And I think that those guys will actually show up when, you know, come SEC play and come that time of year when it's ready to, when those games actually matter a little bit. So next up, we got the, we got some preseason basketball tournaments we're going to get to and those starting dates and potential matchups in some of those tournaments. It's a fun, it's my absolute favorite time of year. It's got college football on TV. Like right now I'm watching Boise State and UTEP. Boise State's winning this game. It's a close game. It's actually a really good game. I mean, it's fun. You got you got basketball all day. You got football all day. It's just so much fun. I love this time of year. It's my favorite time of year. It's my two favorite sports, college hoops and college football. Absolutely love it. So without further ado, we're going to get into these preseason tournaments that start all within this week. Some of them start today on Thursday. Some of them start next week on Thanksgiving week. So we're going to get into these and dive into these and tell you the potential matchups and what to expect from each tournament. The first tournament is the Gildan Charleston Classic. That has started on Thursday. It's there in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, the big name team in this one is the Auburn Tigers. They're kind of the favorite to win this tournament. Next up, we got the Puerto Rican Classic. That had to be rescheduled to uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, at the home of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. It's a really good tournament. South Carolina's in that tournament. Boise State, UTEP, it's Illinois State. It's a very fun tournament, actually. Got the 2K Classic starts on Thursday. The Battle for Atlantis, Tennessee and Washington, Kentucky are in that tournament. That starts on Thursday. The Maui Classic starts next week. Wichita State's in that tournament. We got the Phil Knight Invitational, November 12th through the 26th. That's got all these campus games and the regional games. It's very, it's a very good matchup. The first potential matchup between Michigan State and North Carolina in the first part of that little bracket. That'd be a heck of a game. I wish that could happen. And then the PK80 part of this on this on this uh, bracket. You got the Duke Blue Devils potentially facing the Florida Gators. That starts November 14th. That so started two days ago. What a beautiful, beautiful day of basketball that would be when Duke and Florida play each other, Michigan State, North Carolina. That would be so much fun. The Maui Classic's got Wichita State, LSU. It's a very fun time for college basketball. So, Butch Jones, we're going to go to the little football now. We're going to do Butch Jones, Florida. We're going to talk about Week 11, talk about the back of the bus, the front of the bus. We're going to talk about all this. So I've got a little short list of replacements for Bush Jones. I've talked to several Tennessee boosters and season ticket holders and friends that I have that are really close to the athletic department at UT. So we're going to talk about UT's replacement for Bush Jones. We're going to talk. So the short list, we have we have, uh, we have have a few guys here. John Gruden, Mike Norvell, the head coach at Memphis, Charlie Strong, T. Martin, and David Cutcliffe. Now, I'm going to rule out David Cutcliffe because he's old. He's in his 70s. He's already coached at Tennessee. I don't think he would be a great fit at UT. I think he's a little too old. I think he's a good fit at Duke, and that's about it. He's way past his prime, so Tennessee fans, cross him off your list. We're going to talk about T. Martin. He led Tennessee to a championship game. T. Martin's a great guy, great coach. I love T. Martin. He's a, he's a USC, an offense coordinator over there. I don't think T. Martin's a great fit. I think I think I don't think John Gruden's a great fit. Like I started the show off with saying, I think he's Tennessee fans. You're getting too wrapped up in oh well, John Gruden's the hot, flashy name that everybody wants. You know, it's John Gruden. He knows his football, whatever. No, I mean, come on, guys, let's let's get a grip on it. I think Mike Norvell and Charlie Strong. I hate to see Mike Norvell go from the University of Memphis, but that would be a really good hire. He is proven winner, and especially if you can get a good uh, a program like Memphis to start winning again. You're a, you're a good coach, and Charlie Strong is a great coach. He's proven himself as well. Now, Florida, we're going to talk about Florida a little bit. 
came out this week they're very close to closing a deal on Chip Kelly. I don't think that's a great hire because Chip Kelly honestly wants to be in the NFL. He's not a, he's not a great college coach. He's proven that. He's been out of coaching for a little bit. I think Florida could have done better. I think they could have gone after Charlie Strong or you know William Taggart or Chris Frost at UCF. Those are my guys. But Chip Kelly, hey, best of luck to you. Best of luck to the Vols and their coaching search as well. So week 11 recap, we had Miami over the Irish and Notre Dame, 41-8. Miami gets a helmet sticker for that. Miami's speed was way too much for the Irish. And on the tailgate show, we talked about how if the Irish could run the ball, they would win the game. Well, I'll tell you what, Notre Dame couldn't run the ball. They couldn't run the ball, so Miami won that game, 41-8. Auburn, big win over the number one ranked, former number one ranked team. It only lasted a week. 40-17, to Auburn Tigers beat Georgia. Auburn gets a helmet sticker for that win. Wisconsin kind of proved themselves a little bit. They finally got a win over the top 25 team, 38-14 over Iowa. Ohio State came out off of vengeance after getting blown out by Iowa. They beat Michigan State 48-3. Ohio State, Ohio State and Wisconsin both get helmet stickers for their wins. Clemson pulled out a they pulled out a win. They didn't really play as well over Florida State. They won 31-14. They pulled away at the end, but I think Clemson could have beat Florida State a lot worse. I think Miami's actually going to beat Clemson. We're going to actually make that prediction right now. I think Miami beats Clemson in the, a- in the, AAC- the ACC championship game December 2nd. We had Oklahoma, big winner over TCU, 38-20. Baker Mayfield, 18 for 27, 333 yards, three touchdowns. Baker Mayfield is a Heisman front runner. Baker Mayfield is the best player in the country. So I, I was saying Saquon Barkley, I know it's high up on that. I know a lot of people on the podcast have heard that. But Saquon Barkley really hasn't done a whole lot the rest of the year since we hyped him up and since after his loss. I mean, he just hasn't done much. So we had Alabama 31-24 over Mississippi State. Alabama struggled a little bit, but that's a good little Mississippi State team. Alabama's without a lot of key defensive players, especially in the linebacker core. Alabama got a much-needed win in Starkville. What about East Mississippi going down to Northwest, winning in double overtime? East Mississippi is the state champion. They're playing for the national championship in a couple weeks. Big-time win for East Mississippi Community College. Last chance U. Beautiful win for them. Mizzou got a much a big win over the Tennessee Volunteers. That was the final nail in the coffin for Butch Jones. Mizzou won 50-17. to Mizzou, a great win. Drew Locke had a great game. So our helmet stickers of the week, we've already mentioned Miami, Auburn, Wisconsin, Ohio State. We're going to give one to Oklahoma. We're going to give one to East Mississippi Community College. And we're also going to give one to Missouri. Missouri is playing the best ball right now. They play at Vanderbilt this week, and that's going to be a dandy right there. I think Mizzou goes into Vanderbilt and crushes them. Tennessee, they need two wins to make a bowl game, and I don't see them getting two wins. They have to beat Missouri first. Not Missouri. They have to beat LSU this weekend. Then they have to beat Vanderbilt, which I don't see them beating LSU this weekend at home. The losers of the week, the back of the bus, man. Georgia. You're in the back of the bus after getting embarrassed. You wanted to be like Alabama so bad, but you couldn't hold on to the number one ranking. So, Notre Dame, you're next. You got throttled. That was an absolute spanking. Iowa, you're next. TCU, the whole Pac-12 as a whole. The Pac-12, you're out of the playoffs again. I mean, you made it last year, but the Pac-12 has kind of proven how weak they are a little bit. They're just beat up on each other. They're, they're not as good as the SEC, the ACC, the Big 12, or the Big 10. They're the weakest Power 5 conference we have. So we got Michigan State in the back of the bus. And Butch Jones, my friend, we love you to death, but you're on the back of the bus. 
you uh, you finally got fired. Tennessee fans are rejoicing, even though I don't know if it's the best thing to do. I mean, you went nine win seasons, and then Tennessee fans expect you to go twelve wins this year. I don't get it. But we also we also left off one person off the front of the bus. We're gonna put Lane Kiffin and give him a helmet sticker for his Twitter game and for having his Florida Atlantic team bowl eligible and also possibly competing for a Sun Belt Conference Championship. What an impressive year Lane Kiffin and the Florida Atlantic Owls have had. Come to the FAU. Come to FAU, as my boy Lane Kiffin says. What an amazing year Lane Kiffin has had this year. So week week 12, look ahead. It's a dull week of college football before rivalry week. Next week is kind of when it gets cranked up. We're going to have two big shows next week. On the podcast and on the tailgate show next week, we have two big, big, big uh, shows there. So Thursday night football for Week Twelve this week, we got Tulsa at South Florida. South Florida is a twenty-three point favorite. Six thirty kickoff. I'm going with South Florida Bulls. I'm going with Will, William Taggart's team down there. Friday night, we got MTSU going to Bowling Green at Western Kentucky. MTSU is a three-point favorite on the CBS Sports Network. I've got Western Kentucky getting bowl eligible this game and winning that game. Next up, we got another Friday night game, UNLV at New Mexico. New Mexico is a two-point favorite. It's 8.30 kickoff on ESPN2. It's kind of a dull game. That's kind of a terrible game. But I'm going UNLV on the road. I like what they got going there in Las Vegas. Next up, we got a couple Saturday games. I mean, like I said, Saturday's games are kind of a sleeper, just kind of boring games. But, I mean, uh, you know, that's how it is. got to have these kind of weeks and... You know, this week will get you kind of rested up for uh, the feast week and then kind of get ready for rivalry week. What an incredible rivalry week we're going to have. So we've got Michigan at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. It's an $87 ticket. It's 11 o'clock on Fox. College game day will be there. Be an incredible Big Ten game. I want to see Michigan kind of show up, show out a little bit. If Wisconsin can win that, they'll earn the respect on the show and earn the respect that they deserve probably. Next up, we got TCU at Texas Tech. TCU's a seven and a half point favorite. It's eleven o'clock kickoff on FSN one. It's a beautiful game there in the Big Twelve. It's a big Cliff Kingsbury team versus Chris Peterson's team at TCU. Great game there in the state of Texas. Get Mississippi State at Arkansas. It's a twelve and a state. It's a twelve and a half point favorite. It's eleven o'clock kickoff on CBS. Great game there. SMU at Memphis. If Memphis wins, they win their conference. They win the AAC. West Division, and they go to the conference championship to face UCF and a chance to go to the New Year's Six Bowl. It's a great great opportunity for Memphis. I hope Memphis can win that game. We're going to give our prediction on Saturday, which, by the way, mentioning of Saturday, we will not have a tailgate show this week. I'm sorry to disappoint, but I will actually be in the deer stand this weekend. Um, it's rut. It's a beautiful. i got to get some deer meat. you got to get some Got to get some meat for the freezer, and I will not have cell phone service, but I will be watching the games. We've got cable at the cabin so we can watch the games. Next up, we got a 2.30 kickoff between Kentucky and Georgia there at Sanford Stadium. Georgia, a 21.5 point favorite. I hate to say this, but I think Georgia covers, even though they've been kind of talking a little bit smack about Kentucky, saying it's a bye week, it's a cupcake, blah, blah, blah. That's a good game down there. I hate that that game is going to be on national television. We had LSU at Tennessee on SEC Network. Brady Hoke is the interim head coach at Tennessee. You can formally, you can possibly remember him by him coaching the team at Michigan and having a disaster. I think LSU comes in there and covers the spread. LSU is a 16-point favorite. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff on the SEC Network. Next up, we got a big rivalry game in Los Angeles, UCLA at UC at USC. SC is a 16-point favorite. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff on ABC. It's a great game there. 
We got a little Pac-12 after dark action. Utah, Washington. Washington's an 18-point favorite. It's a 9.30 kickoff. A great, not a really a great day of college football. I'd be lying to you if I said it was. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good day of college basketball, but it's not. I mean, college football, it's, gonna, it's just not gonna be great. I mean, it's football. It's gonna, you know, you can watch. You can have some good food. I'll be in the deer stand, and I'll be going back and forth between that and the cabin and watching some football as well. So we're gonna, we're gonna talk a little bit about the, uh, about the t-shirts. We're gonna just say this: we're almost to our allotment of what we're trying to sell before Thanksgiving. $15 for short sleeve, $20 for long sleeve. You're not going to want to miss it. I've got my shirt on right now. I've got the long sleeve shirt on. They're black with blue lettering. Got how you can reach the show on the back of the shirt. And the in the show logo, and my graphic designer did a wonderful job. Buy those. They're $15 for short sleeve, $20 for long. And it's a $5 shipping charge if you, if you need it shipped. Uh, we can ship to anywhere in the United States. But for a $5 flat fee of shipping, I've been working out some deals with that as well. So thank you for tuning in to the show. Thank you all for the support. Remember to share the Facebook page of the Mitch Davis Show. Share this podcast. Share my Twitter page, Mitch Davis underscore eight. And follow my Instagram, Mitch Davis underscore eight. Reminder, there will be no tailgate show on Saturday just because of uh, no connection at the, at the cabin. I will be out in the woods and kind of getting back to nature a little bit and getting some uh, much-needed R&R and kind of relaxing before rivalry. It's going to be a big rivalry. Hopefully, we're going to have some deer meat in the freezer by then. Hopefully, it should be a fun weekend. Hope everybody has a great weekend of food, family, and, and football, and basketball. Got to, got, to, got to remember the basketball. Thank you for listening to the show, and God bless.